What do you do if you run into a cash flow issue while you're trying to run an online business? And this is kind of an interesting question that came up. Um, I actually know someone personally, Adrian from the Hostel of Vista Boss Group, the uh, whole coronavirus pandemic. And he's not going to mind me sharing this because he actually was doing some Facebook videos about it. But um, he ended up having his salary taken out from under him because of this whole coronavirus thing. And so all he had was the income from his online business. And so he didn't have enough money to actually like pay his writers. So he had to stop paying writers. And that's a bad you know situation to get into because your writers are like how you're growing your business. Right. And so um, we're going to talk about that subject in today's episode. Basically, like, what do you do? What, when should you, you know, cut the writers versus like just push through? So we're going to do that starting now. your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. All right. So my goodness, the poor guy. <laughs> and and this is happening to a lot of people, honestly. I mean, the coronavirus, um, you know, everyone having to stay home and people being furloughed, like tons of people are having their income taken from them right, right now. Losing their day jobs, you know, and, and for luckily some few that have the, the side business online, at least they've got something coming in, but it's not what they're used to. Yeah. And he got hit twice over because one of the cool things that I, when I first started kind of following him and learning more about what he's up to and whatnot and his Hostel La Vista boss group, which is a great group, by the way, I'll put a link to it in the description. But anyways, he had just gotten into property investment. So he had bought a rental property and I think he was filling it with Airbnb rentals and then coronavirus hits and then everything just gets wiped out. Right, because nobody's going to be traveling anywhere. Yeah, they, everyone's canceling bookings and stuff. And so the poor guy, just he, all he had was his business income. And, you know, it's tough when you've got all your bills and then your salary gets like taken from you. And uh, so I imagine a lot of people are struggling through this right now. And it's like, what do you do? And, and obviously, if it comes down to like feeding your family or paying your bills, it's probably better to, to pull back a bit on the writers and stuff. But when things are just kind of a little tight, like you can still finagle everything. It's just like, you, you feel less comfortable in that situation. It's like, pay the writers, like keep that going. I mean, cause that's something that we've had to push through. Right. right. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to mention that, that we've had, uh, writers, various writers and, and freelancers that we've hired over the years. And we've had those times where, you know, money seemed tight and maybe we should hold off for a little while like maybe we should like end our contracts for you know like oh maybe more work will come up and we'll you know get back in touch with you yeah and it's funny because it seems like the it well it honestly it is easy it's the easy thing to do but it always reminds me of that's like when when you have like um a global or even just a like an economic downturn of any kind like a recession or a depression or anything like that um, companies always cut their marketing budget and there's a lot of, um, like thought leaders and business people that I follow that always kind of make fun of that decision from businesses. They're like, yeah, let's, uh, 
times are getting tough financially. Let's cut off the way that customers find us. Like let's let's really ruin yeah, our, right? our new income, our income for, and our new customer acquisition and stuff. But that's what they do. And I think it's the same thing when you've got these writers and stuff. It's it seems easy to okay. That's an expense. I can eliminate that expense. It's an optional expense, right? Right, and that's what it is. It feels it feels flexible, and so it's it's easy to to say okay, that really big expense right there. I should just cut that off for now. Yeah. And you don't really think of it as, well, that's the growth of your business. And, and I can understand, I guess maybe doing it in the short term or like throttling things down. And that would probably be my first suggestion. If things are getting really uncomfortable, like you're not sure if you're going to be able to pay all of your bills, then at that point I would probably bring down some of like the, you know, cut some hours or something like that. I wouldn't like necessarily go off cutting all the writers, right? you know, you know, you don't have to go full nuclear to uh, to fix up the cash flow um, for your for your business to keep going. You know, don't just wipe out everybody. <laughs> exactly. You know, and and I guess it's also a good thing that when times are good, evaluate you know the workload and the number of workers you're carrying too. Right? Like if if you're in a situation where you feel like you've got too many writers while times are good, then I can guarantee you that when times are bad, you will have too many writers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's something that you want to like evaluate all the time. Don't wait until times are starting to turn or times have gotten really bad to understand what your needs are. Um, because once times get bad, it's like <laughs> yeah. you, you, you might put yourself in a position where you have no choice but to cut. Well, yeah. And I mean, another uh, example, something that we've actually done instead of, um, you know, actually taking someone off of our team, what we would do is we would reevaluate all of the tasks that our business needed. And usually, you know, our team is just writers, but maybe we need them doing stuff on social media or maybe we need them, you know, reaching out to people or, or doing blog commenting or whatever it is that we, we want them to do, but send them other work that we, we can't do at that moment. And there might be someone listening right now saying, well, I hired the person as a writer. They're expecting to be a writer. Um, so one of the things that I do is anytime that I hire someone on into our business, I always make it very clear in the job description and their title that you might be a writer, but you are also, I, I, for, so for a lot of the, um, the employees, I'll put like, you're an assistant as well. Right. And I make it clear that your job duties, your immediate job duties are going to be X, Y, and Z, but your job may include, you know, whatever, basically whatever we need, essentially. Right. A writer and, slash virtual assistant. Exactly. And, and so they know going into this that they, they are agreeing that that is a part of this relationship. So that way I don't have some writer going like, well, I didn't sign up to be your social media manager. Yeah. It's like, I need when your teams are as small as ours are. Cause I think we're a total size of like six or seven people or something like that in total. Probably. And, um, you know, when your team is that small, you need flexibility. You don't have that luxury of like, no, I'm only going to wear one hat. It's like, you know, when you get into huge companies like big bank, it, you know, you can have people that are dedicated to like very, very specific tasks, you know, because you've got the manpower. But when you're a small team, you're, everyone's going to be wearing multiple hats. Right. So, yeah, it's just easier if you, you know, you feel like, all right, right now I can slow down on, you know, writing. I can I can lower the content going to the site, mm -hmm. you know, put 
put your writer doing something else, you know? So to make this tip more actionable, or maybe to just put it into more clear terms, what, what we're kind of suggesting is it may be better for you to have two flexible writers than, you know, two only writers and a social media manager, right? Like, right, yeah. like basically you can manage a smaller team if everyone's willing to wear more hats. So that's kind of, I think what we're trying to get at with this particular tip is just like evaluate where you're at with your business right now. You know, can you get away with one person? Can, basically you, you want to be doing as much work with as few people as possible so that when times do get rough, you, you're like, you're going, ah, this is the team I need and you can make it work until like basically make it work till it hurts. <laughs> right. And, and you want to keep your business growing. You know, you don't want to just put everything on pause. Yeah. And, and that's probably been one of the hardest things with our business. If you've been listening to our podcast at all is our business is the display ad business. And typically it can take months and I'll, I'll I say it can take, I will say it often or almost always takes months for a single article to rank and keep the ranking solid and start making money, like real money, not like, you know, a few nickels and dimes here and there. And, um, so it's, it's easy to like, okay, the writers, they're doing work right now that, you know, I'm not going to see value from month for months. So it's like cut, cut it off now, but then, all right, let's say it takes four months for articles to rank and kind of stabilize and start earning money. Just, you know, throwing a number out there. So you cut off your writers. Now you're not going to really feel much of an effect, but four months from now, maybe when times are better, all of a sudden you've got that dip happening because you, you weren't having that growth that you're so used to having, you know, especially depending on the kind of content you're producing. If you're doing, um, if you're not doing evergreen content, if you're doing kind of like that timely content, then it's, yeah, yeah, kidding. you just swept your legs out from under yourself and you're gonna have to go through a rough period when things otherwise could have been good, if you just toughed it out and let things stay, you know, pretty much the same, it's just, sometimes it's better to not cut those writers off or, or, and, and we're saying writers just cause that's our world, but whatever your, your business is, you know, maybe it's putting up listings on Zillow or maybe it's, you know, writing eBooks and putting stuff on Kindle, who knows, like whatever you have your employees doing, it seems like the easy idea to like cut those people off. But, just understand what the future implications of that could be. Yeah. Are you going to be picking up the slack of all of your workers? Mm-hmm. You know, most mm-hmm. likely you don't have the time, exactly. which is why you've hired them. Exactly. So anyways, we just wanted to put that kind of thought out there. I felt bad, you know, obviously Adrian didn't have any choice and no. sometimes that stuff happens. Really good news. The, you know, the, the end of that rainbow at least is he gets his job at the end of this month. He said, and so he's going yeah, to get his salary back. And then he said, I'm going to use my salary to pay my bills. And then all of the money coming in from his business, going to re- reinvest right back into his business because you know what? He learned probably such an important lesson. And it's not that he didn't know this lesson already. I'm not trying to like put words in his mouth, but when ev- when all of the cards were down and the world was falling apart, what was still giving him money? It wasn't the job. It wasn't the job. It was his business. Yeah. That's where his money was coming from. That's why we do what we do. Because when the cards are down, when a business will cut you, basically kind of what we're talking about right now, the business will cut you 
to save their bottom line, but your business will still be there for you. And that's why we do what we do. And that's why, I mean, we've experienced this firsthand when I was, you know, going through all of my medical issues when I was 29 years old and wasn't sure if I was going to be here, you know, yeah. business was still paying the bills. And that's what Adrian's going through right now. All of his dependable income got swept away, but his business, the risky income, the income, his, you know, I'm just, I don't know his friends and family, but the, just from the our skeptics. own experience, the skeptics in your life, the income that would have told, or the people that would have told him, don't do that. That's risky. That's a waste of your time. That was the income that was still there for him. So just, uh, some interesting thoughts for you guys to take, uh, take away with. Yeah, right? <laughs> Anyways, I hope you take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of fearless together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.